Welcome to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and Dee Dee. I'm Maz Mary. And I'm Dana DelVal. Whether you're a person on an addiction sobriety path, or you know someone who is, we're here to talk about our journey with it. And more importantly, we want to help end the stigma and shame of alcoholism. And we want to bring some hope and laughter along the way too. Thanks for tuning in. Morning. Good morning. Ooh, it is like the what is happening to you? I'm getting there. Don't panic. We're a That's little good. behind today. It's day number two of Blizzard number twelve million seven hundred and fifty-two, and that's just in twenty twenty-two. What a gross day! It stops snowing. Mm, it is two twenty-two twenty-two. However, so oh, I guess it's there's a that. Yeah, how exciting! Wow, look at you knowing all your English words. Thanks. We're upstairs today because it's there's so much snow in the window well of the basement. It's basically pitch dark down there and it's freezing. So here we are. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of you. All right. It's weird We're, being this side of you, actually. It's true. The whole thing's weird. Unshowered. Because I have to go to a thing later today and we're going to have to shovel like 16 times before we go. So I thought, what's the point of showering? And then basically looking like this after the fact. It's a tightrope we yeah, walk. I miss your is shut. Yeah. Second day run. Is that someone snow blowing our driveway? I feel pretty confident that oh, it is. Oh, no, it's not Wayne. Yeah, we will owe Wayne oh. and Trish dinner. Wayne and Trish, if that's you. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, let's get to the subject at hand. Gripping, as I know, the shoveling of our driveway must be for all of that our watchers. That is kind of awesome not kind of incredibly we have fantastic neighbors yeah, we do. actually it's one of the good things about living in north dakota your neighbors are generally always fantastic i mean yeah, their neighbors been... are wonderful it's us oh mm -hmm. yeah amazing <laughs> amazing neighbors okay wow we're a little off our game today we're talking about this book your time to thrive did you know that ariana huffington in addition to the huffington post started this thing called the Thrive, Thrive something, Thrive Global, um, all around, I don't know, science and other things. But this is a book about the science of micro steps. So if you know anything from James Clear and Atomic Habits, or, um, you know, like do one small thing to make a change, all those things, those are all this same idea. And it's really about don't, don't do that sort of all or nothing model of life because most of us can't accomplish that. So, you know, I'm going to lose 50 pounds starting today. I'm going to have no sugar. Good luck. I don't believe that's possible for most people. There are those super crazy people who can make extraordinary proclamations and changes. I would not be one of them. So, you know, micro steps feels much more manageable. Have you ever made any micro steps, Dr. Manny? I'm sober. That's a massive step. That's not a micro step. But how did you use little steps to get to sobriety? Or to maintain sobriety, let's say. Oh, oh well, the, the little steps. One of them, actually, yes, I, I listened. Um, I've said this before, but, and I learned this. A very a powerful but hard lesson is I learned, I learned, um, there's a huge difference between hearing someone and actually listening to what they're saying to you. 
Mm. That was a that was a step for me. Um, yeah, you were bad at that. It was terrible. <laughs> I'm better at it. There are I, I I I wish I could say I'm completely fantastic at actually listening to people, but I, I don't still. But that's sometimes some, some things I strive towards. Um, self- the bed making is a micro step. Yeah. You're thinking of this too. Like we're talking about tangible things. Oh, every morning since since I came home from rehab to start day day release. It's probably not the correct term, but I call it day release. I've I made, call it daycare. I've done. I've accomplished one thing in my life before I leave the house. I make the bed. I've actually told this story to people who've been sober for thirty years, and one of them actually said to me not so long ago, "Hey, you still making your bed every day?" I said, "Yeah, I, said, I am too. I sleep better when I climb into a tidy bed." Well, and in your case, it was a lesson that you were taught in rehab because if you can accomplish that, yeah. what's the next one, thing you, you can accomplish? You've done one thing it's before It's a breakfast. micro step. You don't have to wake up and say, I'll never drink again. You wake up and say, I'll make the bed. And then you make the bed and you say, I will brush my teeth. Yeah. And then you brush your teeth. So that's that's a great if example. I, I know someone who told me, that he, he said, I, have the, I could tell you what I put on afterwards, but I remember my first sober shower. Uh, uh huh. So I showered. You know, it's interesting. When I read my coach Jess Buchanan's book, Impossible Odds, recently, she uh, was taken by Somali land pirates, held for 93 days, rescued by SEAL Team Six. If you don't know this story, um, during the Obama administration, the book Impossible Odds, well worth reading. Anyway, one of the things that really struck me is she talked about. This is kind of off topic, but just one of those moments. She talked about what it felt like to take that first shower. 93 days after being taken and how incredible it felt to just wash that off her body. So it's just, I it think is, there is something, of, there is a water similar, is, there's a similarity to it. There. Water is very renewing. There's a reason that we use water for baptism. It's got a life giving force to it. Cause of course we're all made up mostly of water on a planet, mostly of yeah, water. That's right. The planet and us are both 71% water. Good for, us and the planet. We should take better care of that then. All right. You might like this little fact. Okay. The only thing that has more water in it than your average human being is your average root vegetable, which you do as a vegetarian. Oh, you like. good job, root vegetables. I do like that. A bit of hardcore plant science in there. <laughs> Where and when we can, always teaching. All right. So I'm going to read you just a quick little section because I thought this was um, a great way to think about a micro step. And here's the question for you to hopefully type into the comments. Tell us what's one micro step that you have taken, whether it's in a goal you've set, maybe it's um, as part of your, um, uh, what's the things that people set at the beginning of the year? Resolution. Resolution. Maybe it's towards a resolution. Maybe it's a goal that you've had that's much longer than the beginning of 2022. But once, what is one micro step you're working on while I read this to you? One of the keys to getting the most out of our transitions and our lives in general is to understand our lives as stories. Stories are how we make sense of the world and of the past, present, and future. Stories are how we connect with others and with ourselves. That's why life transitions can seem so threatening. But life transitions also give us a chance to reflect and fix the plot holes in our life stories. One powerful micro step is to simply write your own story. There was a famous study in 1986 by a researcher named James Pennebaker from the University of Texas at Austin. Pennebaker asked a group of students to write about traumatic experiences in their lives for 15 minutes each evening 
for four consecutive nights, just four nights. So we're talking an hour total. Though the writing experience was difficult, many cried during the process. One year later, the students had fewer visits to the health center and 70% said they understood themselves better. Follow-up studies even showed signs of a stronger immune system. The key about successful transitions is that they are more about meaning than about happiness. Happiness is fleeting, while meaning is enduring. Happiness concentrates on the self, while meaning concentrates on things larger than the self. Happiness focuses on the present, while meaning focuses on stitching together the past, present, and future. So um, I'm going to put up some of these. Thank you for uh, taking our request. Scott Fry says, he meditates every day. Good for you, Scott. I have tried many, many times. Failed many, many more times. Jane says, daily gratitude. Excellent point, Jane. One of the things that this book talks about is take literally one minute in bed at the start of every morning and list three things you're grateful for. Just in your mind. You don't have to write them down. Just start the day from a place of gratitude. That's a good way of doing that. Scott, the book is Your Time to Thrive from the Thrive Global Group um, by Marina um, Kitakel and Ariana Huffington. Your Time to Thrive. Lillian. Good morning, Lillian. Lillian says, keeping my house clean has been a huge struggle. Get in line, Lillian. One of the reasons we're facing this way is because it's a little bit messy over there. (laughs) Rather than making the success only when my whole house is clean, I instead celebrate progress. Or you change your camera angle. Just bringing dirty dishes to the kitchen instead of having all my dishes clean. Yes, that's a perfect example. Those are three great examples. Meditating, daily gratitude, and just getting the di- dishes into the kitchen versus leaving them, you know, on the table by the couch where you were watching TV or on the table or whatever. You, sir, oh dear. have always been oh, exceptional yeah. at cleaning up after we eat. I credit Jean Mary. You know, I, um, I joke that Maz is a long stretched out Jean, his mother, which is absolutely true. But this is an amazing quality from her. In fact, at Jean's house, you don't want to linger too long on your plate because when she's done, we're all done. And so if you haven't finished, that plate's away and clean before you can even kind of imagine it. But that's a really lovely quality. Sometimes, I guess. Well, I like to, I do like to finish my food. But Mother <laughs> writes and says Sunday school, which for her means she's got a special space in her house where she reads from her daily Bible or her other meditation books, those kinds of things. I love, 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 love these examples. So let's go back to this sharing our story because what really struck me in listening to this was you and i lived with your sobriety for three years yes and hardly anybody knew as everybody who pays attention to this show knows hardly anybody knew then we decided collectively and together Mm -hmm. to write about it yes which then turned into ta-da today so what in the world do you think writing about it did for us that goes back to what the last paragraph that I read. The key about successful transitions is that they are more about meaning than about happiness. The first three years we were happy. Okay. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, gotcha. Okay. Happiness is fleeting while meaning is enduring. Happiness concentrates on the self while meaning concentrates on things larger than the self. Happiness focuses on the present while meaning focuses on stitching together the past, present, 
and future. So I was really struck by that because we learned some remarkable things yeah. and continue to learn some remarkable things about each other, about ourselves, about our marriage, about other people. Why do you think that is? I think it's because we're inherently uncomfortable with, even when you start a conversation with, I want to have a conversation, I want to hold the absolute truth. I think we all subconsciously hold something back in case we don't want to hurt someone. Mm -hmm. Writing it down gives you pause to think. So mm -hmm. you can rephrase what you write. So you think, I'm going to write this in a less hurtful, hurtful sentence, which I guess for almost everyone on the planet would be easier than just saying the first thing out of your head. You're a jerk. Because <laughs> you can't take that back. That's true. But if you think about it and write it, it gives you a natural pause. Mm. which is actually, if you think about natural pauses, they're endemic throughout life. We all have them. Wars are structured around natural pauses, which is one of the, one of the reasons why the nuclear triad is a bomber, because it takes eight hours to get to its target. It gives people pause to think about saying, oh, should yeah, we stop you can't blowing? Stop it, can you? you can recall the bomber. You can't recall a missile. Oh, oh. That's wow. the whole thing about why the Cold War nuclear trident was set up. It gives natural pauses. Wow. Scott added a point or hurt ourselves by exposing something others judge. Yeah. That's an excellent point. Um, so that that's super interesting. I did not know that. Um, one of the things that I thought when I read this was we were very happy. It was our happiness which inspired people to write to me and say, what is going on at your house? Which inspired us to reveal this dark side, we'll say. Um, but we were happy because we were in the present. I don't think we, I, I think you dealt a lot with your past mm -hmm. because you had been through AA and you'd been through rehab and all these places where you were really getting therapy of various kinds. Yes, that, and you weren't. No. I had not dealt with that. And we had not really dealt with that. You know, we went to three or four marriage sessions, which were really helpful. They were incredibly but, helpful. But they didn't take us very far down a, a retrospective path. When we started to first write about this and then start having these conversations, I was shocked to realize all the things I didn't know about you, all the things I didn't know about myself, all the discoveries that we have made. And then, you know, I, I've sort of jokingly said, when we brought our son Quinn on to be our first guest, he was episode 56. I happen to know that because I just looked this week. We've had a guest on ever, every Thursday, pretty much <laughs> since then, if you don't count the week that we had to have my eyeliner from England on, my eyebrow pencil. So I'm Technically a guest. We've had a lot of guests on. I'm very talkative. I thought, <laughs> I thought I knew about three people who could be guests. That was never intended to become an ongoing thing. Three people were a year plus into these conversations, and we continue to find people who have things to say, who have things to reveal, who have things to illuminate for us, for you, yeah. for audiences who are not on with us live right in the moment. It's incredible. We've had a father and daughter. We've had a husband and wife. It's, uh, it's just, just it's, been it's been fantastic. It's been incredible how 
these conversations have allowed us to weave the past, the present, and the future both into our lives, into our guest lives, how our guests have helped do that, how our audiences have done that. It's just been amazing. So to wrap this up, if you only have time in your life for one micro step, let me encourage you to consider reading, writing, writing. Sorry, I was reading something. To consider writing about something that has been hard for you. You don't need to ever share it. You don't need to turn it into a daily thing. You don't need to go public with it. It can remain utterly private to you. But I've said a hundred times, had I not gotten a journal while you were in intensive care, I don't think our marriage would have made it. I had to have a place to do exactly what Maz and Scott both said. I had to be able to put down everything I was thinking without worrying how Maz would take it and without revealing anything that I wasn't ready to reveal, which I would have revealed had I just blurted it out. So do some writing, do some writing for yourself. If there's a reason to share it, go ahead and share it. But you might be amazed at how healing that small act is. And it doesn't need to be, I'm gonna sit down and write for 10 hours, write for 15 minutes, write for five minutes, talk into your phone in a little note section, do something you will be shocked. You know, you're not going to be greater than this. You can even just write down bullet points. You don't have to string a whole sentence together. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. I'm going to put this up because it was so nice of Scott. You both look great. Thanks, Scott. Maybe unshowered is the way to go for us. Yeah, I, this is a nice ride. <laughs> 10 minutes ago, I read an article <laughs> online called a reverse bucket list, and it speaks to exactly this idea. Write about events looking back and their impact. We don't do enough reflecting. And reflecting on the past and the present helps prepare us for the future. And that's exactly what we did by writing this down in the first place. Yeah. Like we, you know, we did it when we did it. It's the first time we reflected together. I mean, we talked, but I think it was always a point. I mean, there was a point where I stopped. So when Dana said, let's write this down, I thought, all right. I didn't say it. I asked it. Well, let's you know what I mean. Uh, yes, but you always, again, make me sound like. Well, I don't, <laughs> when we agreed Thank you. to write this down. Yes. Um, it, it was an opportunity for me to say, all right, how am I going to structure this so I don't stop myself? And so that's what I did. It and I know that's what lives. Dana did. It changed our lives. And we had no idea that that was coming. We just did it to do it. So see where it takes you. All right. Sorry. We're three minutes past. Have an excellent day. If you're uh, anywhere in the middle of this storm, stay warm. It's stay brutal inside. outside. And we'll see you on Thursday with um, our friend Andrea Hochhalter, who's going to come on and talk about some policy work she's doing with a um, statewide organization appointed by the governor around drugs and, and how to best manage mental health and some other pieces. Oh, one more comment. Love the recommendation. Writing can be done diligently or with old school pen and paper, digitally yes. or old school pen and paper. Both are shown to be beneficial. Thanks, Jennifer. Thank we you. absolutely agree. All right. Have a great day. Today's a perfect day to start writing because it's too cold to do anything else. Yes, it is. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Daily Dose of Dr. Mary and DD. If you enjoyed the content and want to learn more, head over to Facebook to Daily Dose Dr. Mary DD. You can find us on YouTube under Dana DelVal. And if you want to get signed up for our weekly newsletter, email me at d-a-y-n-a -A at d
D-A-Y-N-A-D-E-L-V-A-L.com. Have a great day. We hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.